Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Circle of Success Radio, inspiring excellence in people for Tuesday, May the 3rd, 2011. I'm your host, Jim White, coming to you live from Carmel, California. We've got a fantastic show for you today, and when I selected today's topic, I had no way of knowing that one of the world's most wanted men, Osama bin Laden, would be killed on May 1, 2011. Well, that event surely reinforces our today today's show. Our topic is Law of Behavior. Law of Behavior. For our new listeners, the mission of our show is to inspire and educate, covering a variety of topics from local, national, and international business topics and events and leadership, politics, and world affairs. You can participate at any time by calling 619-768-7298. The evidence is that people exhibit strong tendencies to try to escape personal accountability for their wrong results. Seemingly, as we talk to people and we observe people, it is the fault of others or bad luck that accounts for society's problems in their view. A physical substance abuse, juvenile and adult, adult crimes, crisis in education, health care, disease control, and enough other social chaoses to build fill volumes. People do not take responsibility. And to top it off, as an escape from the degeneration of Earth, scientists reach out into space to find extraterrestrial life. Politicians try to legislate solutions. Spiritual leaders encourage the belief that their way is the way. And rarely does anyone feel personally accountable for his or her own results. And as I stated to begin of the show, the events of May 1 certainly falls right in to our show today, ladies and gentlemen. The second law of thermodynamics predicts that the universe is dying. Yeah, it's just dying slowly and degenerating toward a state of total chaos. Be that as it may, the evidence is that the societal state of affairs is also degenerating toward a state of total chaos. Why? The answer is found, or I should say one answer is found, in a book that I love, and highly recommend, entitled How to Solve Problems and Prevent Trouble, written by the late Richard W. Weatherfall, who was a teacher, fantastic teacher, author, training executive, and management consultant until his death in 1989. Basically, Weatherall stated that the reason for the degeneration towards a state of total chaos 
in people's affairs is that they're thinking and therefore their attitudes and actions oppose the force of a natural law of behavior. Oppose the natural law of behavior. Why did bad things happen to seemingly good people? We ask that question day in and day out. As a result of his asking, he observed through many walks in his favorite Philadelphia Fairmont Park, while still in his teens, rather pondered the solution. You imagine that in the teens, pondering the solution, a puzzling behavior of people that he was observing. And once again he asked, why did bad things happen to seemingly good people? And once again, as a result of his asking, he kept asking these questions. He received the insights regarding a behavioral law, behavioral law. That word law is pretty strong, right? Behavioral law. Functioning in people's affairs. He called it the law of absolute right. Absolute right. Right action gets right results. Whereas wrong action gets wrong results. Once again, as evidence, and I'm not going to speak in depth about the Osama bin Laden event. The world has certainly got enough uh, people talking to that, but it certainly falls into the subject matter today. Law of behavior. Law of behavior. Once again, absolute right, action gets right results. Whereas wrong actions get wrong results. Universal law. The law became the guiding influence for all of his activities during his 60-year career. Just a wonderful, wonderful uh, man of study, and, and I encourage you to pick up your book if you're not if you're not familiar with him, or you may already have it on your your, your bookshelf. But once again. The events of Sunday reinforces the wrong. In his book, Be Right or Go Wrong, describes a fundamentally different way of life which contains a condensed version of Wetherall's writings and selected concepts from his talks on the law of behavior. The information is discussed from the viewpoint of someone, and this is very interesting, from the viewpoint of someone who learned about the law of behavior from another person, rather from their own insights on the topic, an interesting view. It is thought that a second-generation approach might communicate the information more successfully to those thoughtful people who will like to unscrew the unscrewable. So once again, be right or be wrong. Discuss the fundamental different ways of life. But what does Wetherall's previous statements mean to us? Law of behavior. 
people's thinking and therefore their attitude and action oppose natural forces. We just do. We oppose natural forces. Now, I'd like to consider his theory just a little bit more. And like I said, today's show is just uh, given for us to have a conversation. Think about these these events, especially this after 10 years of 9-11 and as everything unfolded on Monday, May the 1st. You know, it's interesting. I was uh, tuning in to the um, uh, Gil Gross show, which is the uh, KGO in the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, what Monday, I guess it was. And he brought up an interesting fact that uh, Hitler was also pronounced dead on May 1. So it's interesting. I have no idea what that means, but it's very interesting observation. Okay? Very interesting. So let's look at the theory just a little bit more. Okay? Whether actual or not, the account of Adam and Eve in Scripture provides that the fundamental clue disobey the Creator's instructions and there are penalties to be paid. You may wonder how the Creator's instructions are communicated to people. The theory is that communication is first established through the force of natural laws, including the law of behavior. That's what we're talking about, law of behavior. And this is so important, law of behavior. Getting that information, that knowledge, is vital to reverse society's trend towards chaos. And we do have a trend, and it's trending, and it's trending up to global chaos. Financial, natural disasters, wars, but it can be reversed if we want to. And getting that information, that knowledge, is vital to reversing society's trend towards that chaos. As long as people continue to reason from their judgment, listen to this word, from their judgment of good and evil, they are unwittingly in contradiction to nature's law of right behavior. Fascinating study. Why? Why is that the case? Why is that the case? Because any person's judgment of good and evil are necessarily based on a person's ability to know what is good and what is evil. What is good and what is evil. Human opinion could never take into account all of those revelations facts, because those facts are found in reality. The very act of judging good and evil puts the mind out of touch with reality. It's out of touch. Judging. Any conclusions reached under those circumstances would necessarily be in contradiction to reality. The effect that contradiction is engulfing society in an ongoing series of degenerating wrong results, clearly visible, but clearly not understood 
It's clearly not understood. There are no ifs and are buts regarding natural laws. Those laws are not capable of change. They cannot be stopped. Unlike people's laws that are often violated with seemingly impunity, people's laws violated with impunity. Unless a person is caught, right? And found guilty and sentenced by the authorities, regardless of what culture, sentenced by the authorities. With that result, not enough prisons could house the guilty and a discouraging number of repeat offenders based on that premise. Because whether our study is based on scientific findings, and it's important to note, scientific findings, he made no attempt to define the creator other than to state that the creator is whoever or whatever is responsible for what exists. In my mind, that's extremely important. Reality. He defined reality as compromise of natural laws. Comprise of natural Whatever happens, material and non-material things. The truth seekers, however, of the world would be wise to seek reality for, that is, where truth is confirmed or denied. A statement of truth is static, whereas reality keeps changing so that a truthful statement becomes untrue simply because the reality changed. Seeking the truth only as a guide to reality is the procedure for knowing the truth that makes one free. Inasmuch as natural laws determine Natural laws determine the parameters within which people can function. The absolute right of the behavioral law is not subject to human definition. To get right results, the law requires people to take action that is simultaneously logical, expedient, and moral. Expressed in other words, absolute right action is workable, appropriate and honest, and if any of these three criteria are missing, there cannot be a right result. Cannot. That is how the law works. It is not any person's opinion, nor can any person change the law. Overwhelming evidence. Overwhelming Society's noncompliance with nature's definition of right action is reported regularly in the daily news, 24 7. 
unlike laws promulgated by people, natural laws are self-defining and self-reinforcing. Their teeth are inherent in them, and their control is absolute. Thus, the mere attempt to violate a natural law triggers a wrong result. For example, whoever touches a live wire, right, electrical wire, is shot, burned or dead. If a saint and a sinner toppled off the roof of a tall building, their descent is controlled by the law of gravitation, no matter what their prayers or curses may be. When they encounter a space already occupied, they both get the same scientific results. It follows that the nature holds people accountable for whatever action they take with regard to the laws of physics. People accept those laws, and they make extraordinary efforts to understand and apply the laws man has already discovered by seeing their effects in reality. The fact that discoverers' names get attached to laws found in nature shows how people tend to misappropriate credit. However, Weatherall makes it very clear that people have mistakenly thought they were free to behave socially in whatever way they choose, producing a wide range of chaotic results. Reports are presented daily decreeing the worst, most newsworthy items, and despite their best efforts to stem the flow, the expert solutions are not reversing society's drift towards total chaos. There is a solution that would would reverse that trend, but a problem arises because in the past these solutions had been in, just intensely disliked by most people. The solution requires that people become fully accountable for their wrong results. They have to look at themselves for the cause and look to natural law for the remedy. Think, say, and do is logically and morally right. Under Weatherall's tutelage, his students learn to abandon their goals and, and, and personal motivations, and I'm going to talk about that just a little bit more here, and to replace them with the impersonal motivation of a natural law of behavior. As a result, they typically enjoyed improved health, financial security, and splendid relationships. Okay? Now, initially, people tend to distrust impersonal motivation because their consistent use of the impersonal motivation of the laws of physics is taken for granted. They learn to adjust their actions to the requirements of those laws without recognizing that in doing so, they have adopted nature's impersonal motivation to replace their own motives. For example, you see a child can ride a bicycle or roller skate until he or she adopts the motivation, they adopts the motivation of laws of gravity. 
centrifugal force and momentum, friction and whatever other laws are in play with this action. Do children know about these laws? Can they name them? Nope. Of course they can't. They simply adjust their behavior instinctively to do what they see other kids already doing. Critical here. Suppose children today were surrounded by people who were doing their best to do only what is right. What a dynamic force those examples would be to the children of the world. There is, however, a contradictory force blocking any such effort. In order to explain why, thinking goes awry in the human psyche. Whether all pointed to the inherited disobedience mentioned earlier, causing newborns to start trying to get their own way, as the scriptures states it. They go astray as soon as they're born. So based on the universal wrong results society is experiencing, we can deduce that people still live under the blight of the original disobedience. Original disobedience. The question is, and the intent of the show today, is to raise the question, why? 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 Is to raise the question, why? As you think about the question, many of you have heard me say over and over and over in my seminars, my speaking through my books, and I especially have this phrase. And that's pretty much is going to, you know, for, for the business sector. What I call the right person, right job, right time. It's critical. And that behavior, accordingly. So as we reflect upon the huge events, after some ten odd years, two U.S. presidents, and to finally have somewhat of a closure, but I don't think anybody thinks that that's the end of terrorist possible activities. It is not. The thing that we can do as a society is to understand the laws and always try to do those right things, right? Always do those right things. If any of you have any questions or comments or any suggestions, or any topics for the future shows, send me an email, jim at jlwhiteinternational.com. Suggestions, comments, let me hear from you. Like I said, the mission of the show is, once again, to inspire and educate, provoke, trying to put a different view on 
events, challenges to get up every day and to go forth, regardless of what your profession may be, with some of these words that we talked about today and the law of behavior. And allowing that law of behavior to be our guiding north star, if you will, our guiding light. We also talked about, when whether I was talking to his students about, you know, forgetting goes, well, that's where we part just a little bit, understand what he's saying in his writings. However, my experience in 40 years in, 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 in this arena reinforces that you've got to have some very clear, got to dig deep to get clarity, to vision and your goals. But align all of those in to the right laws of behavior. The right and the wrong, if you will. Oftentimes I speak uh, through our Circle Success Program, which is a one-year uh, leadership process. And when I look at the triangle on the left-hand side, I'm talking about vision and mission and bottom is organizational values. That's what I'm talking about, is those solid, solid, solid laws, what's right and wrong. We will be discussing these opportunities for generations to come as we've been discussing them for thousands of years. But we can continue to bring awareness to the world, to the globe about The law of absolute right. Right actions get the right results, whereas wrong actions gets the wrong results. Until next week, this is Jim White saying thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. And thank you for choosing Circle Success Radio. I know you have many choices, and as we will continue to add these thought-provoking topics to our show agendas in, in weeks to come, and once again, I'd encourage each and every one of you to send me an email, chat, go on the website. You might enjoy whatsmypurpose.com. It's one of my, based on my best-selling book, and our other uh, Nice blog that we have you know, for us participating uh, called TESAMGblog.com. So, once again, you've been listening to Circle Success Radio, inspiring excellence in people. I'm your host, Jim White, broadcasting live from Carmel, California, and make it a great day. <laughs>